On this episode of Sandlot Sports, we discuss the magical run of Josh Dobbs, and is it over, or is that just a blip? We discuss who leads the league in interceptions. Surprising answers, not so surprising answers. Is this the end of Bill Belichick and his supreme dominance, the Patriot way, Detroit's non-existent defense? We give our picks. We give our power rankings. It's all fun and games until we just start talking about Lamar Jackson and whether or not he can win the Super Bowl. Do get a little sidetracked for some rap conversation, but hey, you know, that's what we do. Welcome back to the number one sports podcast in Sanford, Florida. This is Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capperson. I'm here with Dorian Cody. Yes, sir. And BJ Thomas. Back for the NFL. My favorite part. Yeah, it was my favorite part until like, I had Josh Jobs on my fantasy team. All <laughs> I needed was like 15 points. And I look negative four. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Those interceptions, man. Yeah. Um,. Has he just turned into Jake Delum? Just was <laughs> oh, great. Damn, I heard that's the name. Shit. Jake did have that. How many? How many good seasons did he have with Carolina? Like maybe three. One. I can't remember. Two? Yeah. Yeah. One. Oh, he had a few. Yeah. I, I think he had like one really good season. Had that playoff game, and then um, got the yips from there. Yeah, because he had a. Uh... Wasn't it all right? It was him who he was starting quarterback, and his receivers were Steve Smith and Mushin Muhammad. Um, and their running back was, um, I forgot who, who their running back was. It wasn't Jonathan Stewart, Davis, mm-hmm. Stephen Davis, Stephen Davis. That's what he was, Stephen Davis, because they acquired him, I think, from Washington. Then, yeah, he's a Redskin, yeah, yeah, that's what he was. Yeah. I believe they had Moussin Muhammad, mm-hmm. Steve Smith. Mm-hmm. I think that was that was before Greg Olson, though. Yeah, that was before Greg Olson. Uh, who was their who were their tight ends? So the year they went to the Super Bowl, um, their quarterbacks were Jake Delhomme, who started, mm-hmm. Rodney Pete, and Chris Winkie. The their running backs were Stephen Davis, Deshaun Foster, and Nick Goins. Deshaun Foster. Forty-year-old quarterback, Chris Winkie. So, their wide receivers: Eugene Baker, Kevin Dyson, Mushu Muhammad, Ricky Prohl, and Steve Smith. Ricky Prohl, there we yeah, go. Ricky Prohl. Their tight end you're thinking of was Jermaine Wiggins. Was not Greg Olson. Was not thinking that. I was just trying. I was wondering who it was. I had no idea really. Yeah. Um, but I know he came from the Vikings. If I remember correctly, he was there with Carter and Moss. Greg Olson. No, Jermaine, Wiggins. Jermaine Wiggins. He played for the Vikings in 04 through 06. No, so he's at Peterson. Wiggins signed with the Minnesota Vikings spending three seasons in 2004 through 2006 before being released on March 1st, 2007. Minnesota is also where Wiggins was known to be part of the Love Boat scandal. Also, Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Fred Smoot. <laughs> uh, I am old. I forget way too much shit. If anything JT Money taught me is you gotta let a hoe be a hoe. <laughs> What? So, yeah. 
That's good advice. I don't know. That's good advice. You aren't going to change them. It's like being a drug addict. You aren't going to stop them from using drugs. So either you, get, you either got to like it, or you got to let it go. No problem, ain't no problem. <laughs> <laughs> now we're working toward getting canceled because nobody talks about JT money. Adam's like, JT what? Is that a cereal? Shout out JT money. But I tell you, that man, will, if you listen to him for too long, you will be single quickly. Yeah. You sure will. <laughs> I'm not playing these fucking games. Get. Go and get. Exactly. Either make me some money or leave. <laughs> oh, boy. I listen to rap way too young. And not like the Will Smith rap either. <laughs> nah, he's <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I was Yeah, I was listening to the wrong kind of rap at like 12. Like 8-Ball and Poison Clan. <laughs> that, that stuff's rough. Uh, and then Eminem came out just after I got out of a bad breakup, and I was like, "Oh no, this isn't much better. <laughs> this this is terrible." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the that was the I don't give a fuck Eminem. Like, yeah. you raw and real, and you just gonna like if you don't like it, fuck you. For pure entertainment purposes, purposes, that was some good music. Yeah, if you take it for that being his alter ego and him just telling stories and stuff, it's fun. If you take it seriously, you're probably in jail. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite lines is Eminem when he says, "Will Smith doesn't have to cuss to do records, but I do." So fuck him and <laughs> fuck, fuck you, you too. Fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when he he went after everybody, everybody. You you better not say his name. Yeah. Like you be, don't say his name in any kind of disrespectful way, shape, or form. Yeah. And then like, uh, who was it? Ja Rule said something about Haley a long time ago. And there's a a song called Bump Heads where it's just Eminem, Tony Yayo, and Fifty Cent just killing them for three minutes, just absolutely killing them. I, I remember that. At one point, Eminem was so untouchable you couldn't touch him lyrically because he'll annihilate you. Then he had G Unit. D12 and other guys who was willing to like go through a brick wall for him, so you couldn't touch him. Like, literally. That, and then he had the money of Dre backing him. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. No, he was unstoppable for like a decade. Exactly. And those, I bought every album he put out. He's one of the few artists that I bought like every album he put out. I was waiting for it to drop. I was like, what story does Eminem have for me now? Real quick, what's your favorite album here? I, I knew you like album, but what's one where like you, uh, oh. like, like you go to well see it's tough for me to get past what was the first one with uh, my name is on it it was tough for me to get past that because it was so fresh mm-hmm. it was like oh oh who's who's this guy yeah and then you know there's a little bit of pride in there because like there had been white rappers before there had been several white rappers before but there were never any white rappers that were like him Right. That no, that yeah, I would not compare that were that Eminem. That's just retarded. No, but the Beastie Boys were really good. Fair. The Beastie Boys to rap in and out of each other like that, like Eight Ball and MJG, like they go in and out of each other's verses seamlessly, just like Ball and G. Like that's why I like listening to Eight Ball and MJG because when they rap, they go in and out of each other's verse seamlessly. Yeah. 
you know, it almost sounds, I don't know if they are, it sounds like they're recorded um, in the booth together. But yeah, that it's tough for me to get over that one because of the introduction to Eminem. Yeah. But the Eminem show, which was the third one, I think. Yeah, that was, that's classic. That's a pretty solid album. Yeah. Yeah. And the one in between it, I'm looking on Spotify right now so we can. Uh, Isn't it the Marshall Mathers LP? The Marshall Mathers LP was pretty damn good. Because yeah. they had like Kill You. They had Stain on it, right? Kill You, Stan, um, The Real Slim Shady, which is a great song. But that, <laughs> that song, Kill You, I'm going to kill you. You don't want to fuck with me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, shit. And that's, that's the first song of the album. Yeah. He's like, hold on, let me introduce this album to you this way. And The Way I Am, that's yeah. a great song. So, like, the first three albums were tough. I have to say the first one just because of the, the freshness when it was, like, it was refreshing to hear that. Yeah. Because I've been into rap for years, and like I said, we were hanging our head on uh, Vanilla Ice for years. And then everybody forgets what kind of rapper the Beastie Boys are as soon as they picked up a guitar. It's like, oh, they're rockers now. It's like, no, 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 no. no. They've been rapping since rap's been rap. Yeah, yeah. I like Encore. Encore is Encore is good. I had, had that rotation heavy. Encore. Yeah. Let's see what songs are on there. Uh, Mockingbird. Uh, Toy Soldiers. Like Toy Soldiers. Uh, I think I, I think that album. Well, he's he he's melodic in a, a lot of his stuff, but it's just that one. I think I think I heard more more melodies that album. I got to listen to it. That was a good album too. Yeah, and um, and my favorite song was "Ass Like That." Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know there's a song that he produced for Akon, right? Uh oh yeah, it's um, smack that, smack that, yeah, smack that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I didn't know that, and I watched a little video of Akon explaining. Like I guess he was just in the studio. And he was like, what you got? And I was like, well, you know, I produce too. And Akon's like, what? And he's like, yeah. And he played that beat for him. And just gave it to him. Yeah. And a verse. Uh, yeah. Um, um, M, um, M did producing for Royce the 5'9", too. Uh, yeah. Like his I, early stuff. He did a lot of producing for him. I did not know he was into producing until this year. Yeah. I had no idea. Since, since I've been accused of being a horrible host, I'm going to use Okay. <laughs> can, you can't rap all day. Yeah, I know. That's that's the thing. Um, can you guys list the top three quarterbacks in interceptions in the NFL right now? Right. Now. I just want you to know that 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 gear shift that you just did is the equivalent to not using the clutch. Yes. Just pulling it into gear. And <laughs> I just I just want you to know that. It it was about as it was about as subtle as me waking up with a sledgehammer. Okay. Okay. All right. I had to I had to, I had to get that out of my system. You're, oh God. you're fine. Um, you're, right, you're, you're right. But I do think it's back that's like back. that's like instead instead of like putting out a campfire with water, you just shit on it. Okay. Okay. Anyways. 
Um, oh god. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> this conversation's going well. I must destroy it. <laughs> I must oh. shit on it. <laughs> um, is one of them Josh Dobbs? No. He is number four in interceptions. I know Josh Allen's up there. He is number one. Jalen Hurts is two or three. Jalen Hurts is, is tied for four. Ooh, I knew he was up there. Nobody wants to admit that, but that's fine. I'll do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> where's Zach Wilson on that list? They they know better than to throw the ball, so I don't think he's that high. Yeah, he he's far down the list just because he doesn't throw. <laughs> yeah, they're like no. <laughs> <laughs> um, where's Matthew Stafford in that list? Oh, he's. Stafford's not Stafford's not doing terrible this year. He's doing okay. Yeah. He's doing all right. Especially for being recovering from everything he's recovering from. Um, I feel like the Patriots know better than to throw the ball, so Mac Jones isn't on that list. Bullshit. Really? Yes. Mac Jones is number three. (laughs) That's why you're losing your job, Bill. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think of people that have played the Cowboys. Daniel Jones? So now we're three years into this, by the way, while we're talking about turnovers. Are you ready to apologize to me for saying you can't count on turnovers? No, I, I am not. You cannot count on turnovers to be consistent to win. Bullshit. The Cowboys average like one and a half a game. How's it working in the playoffs? Cowboys are averaging one and a half. They still got the ball back. That's not the off- That's the offense's fault. Defense did what they were supposed to do. Still got interception. You can count on turnovers. You just have the right defense for it. Um, I know. Um, I know. During that Washington Cowboys game, Sam Howell threw what two interceptions? Is he up there, Sam Howell? He, he is tied for first with Josh Allen. Oh damn! He tied for first. Yes. Well, well he he threw he he's throwing up interceptions. I know he threw like a two against the Cowboys. So yeah, he, here's the fun part there. So Josh Allen and Sam Howell have 13 interceptions. Josh Allen has 433 attempts. Sam Hill has 486 attempts. Okay. You're, you're slinging the ball, especially on a bad team, and making bad decisions. You're Josh Allen. You're going to throw interceptions. Mac Jones, on 345 attempts, so 100 less, has 12 interceptions. This is why he's been benched, like, consistently. And this is why if I'm Caleb Williams, I'm like, Patriots are picking first. Um, I'll, I'll stay here at DRC in the year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at um, CJ Stroud only has five interceptions. Yeah, most of those have come in the past couple games. Yeah. And Lamar Jackson only has five interceptions. I mean, even though he doesn't pass as much, but, you know, as a starting quarterback, five interceptions. Yeah, in but he, he has... Almost as many pass attempts as Mac Jones, and half as many interceptions. Damn. So, and that's actually my next point. Is this the year that Lamar breaks through? It makes it far in the playoffs. That AFC is so tough. Yeah. That defense is absolutely amazing this year, though. Yeah, they're solid. Um. Well, we uh, thought the AFC was tough, was tough, and then like quarterbacks have been going down like flies. Because it was just a couple weeks ago, we're like, well, the AFC North has got to get all four teams in the playoffs. 
They may only get one. One. Yeah. And the Chargers, who thought will be good, I'll bet you play the wings. They don't make the playoffs this year. No, they're they're in trouble. They're definitely in trouble. Don't Denver have a chance to make the playoffs? Right? Or they have a chance? Yes, they're in the mix. (laughs) Apologize, Russell. Yeah. I told I told one of our listeners, Mike, that, and he refuses. That's just him being stubborn, though. He didn't know he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually have the, the playoff picture up on up on the screen right now. So your division leaders are Baltimore, Kansas City, Jacksonville, and Miami. Baltimore's nine and three. Everyone else is eight and three. So the number one seed still in play. Your wild cards are Pittsburgh somehow, <laughs> Cleveland at seven and four. Somehow, Mike fucking Tomlin. That's how. <laughs> Somehow, that's how. Um, in Indianapolis, Gardner Minshew is six and five. They're seven. Um, the teams that are within a game or tied are Houston, Denver, Buffalo, and Cincinnati. Yeah, the two teams in the AFC I would not want to face first round would be Denver and Houston. I would not want to face those two. You give a you give an athletically gifted team hope like you they have the Broncos. Oh boy. Oh yeah. That could be a real problem. Yeah. And, and they're motivated after that seventy point explosion against Miami. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The the Broncos could be very dangerous if they get to the playoffs. Yep. Mm-hmm. And like I said, they're they're tied for the seventh spot. So it it is feasible that the AFC South has three playoff teams this year. That's crazy. That's crazy. Dorian's goofy division could have three playoff teams. <laughs> we were talking so much shit about them preseason. Yes. So much shit. Yeah. Minshew and Lawrence and CJ Stroud hurt those. I- I believe we did say that C.J. Stroud was the better quarterback out of the two drafted. Yes. The two. I believe we did say that. And something tells me, I think we said that Gardner Minshew would play a lot this year also. If I remember correctly. I mean, we said that Gardner Minshew was going to start. And then Anthony Richie would work himself in. But then that's when they flipped the script and they just had Anthony Richie start. Is that kid going to learn how not to run the football? Because. If he hasn't learned by now, he won't. He's taken he's taken a few big hits this year, and he's paid for both of them. So, unfortunately, this part at this point in his career, you are who you are. Pretty much. So, over to the NFC. Um, your division leaders are Philly, San Francisco, Detroit, and Atlanta. Atlanta, because somebody has to win the NFC South. Um, the wild cards are Dallas, Seattle, and Minnesota. That'd be a Dallas Atlanta first round, if I'm not mistaken. That would be correct. Hmm. That could keep happening. And, and the, really, the only teams that even have a chance are Green Bay and the Rams. And the other teams from the NFC South could swap out from the Falcons because well, they all suck. But 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I think I'd like to have the Falcons in that position. So you'd rather play the Falcons over the Saints? Yep. Cowboys, Cowboys can stop the run enough to force them to throw the football, which the Falcons do not do successfully. So it, it was funny. I was out doing errands on, on Sunday, and I had the games on the radio. And they were talking about the Atlanta game. Like, okay, they're running the ball, they're running the ball, they're running the ball. And I think it was Herman Edwards was doing the, the broadcast for ESPN. He's like, do not. I know you're across the 50. Do not take a shot. Just run the damn ball. Just take the win. <laughs> And, he, and like very next play, they took a shot and Ritter threw an interception. He's like, God damn it, I told you so. Listen. <laughs> Coach was preaching, you idiots. <laughs> so I'm looking at their last game, the Falcons and Saints. Ritter was 13 of 21. Completed 62% of his passes for 168 yards with one touchdown, two interceptions. I like our chances. Yeah. My thing is... Uh... Kyle Pitts with two catches. Yeah. Golly, I would be force feeding that kid. Yeah. There's not a linebacker in the league that can run with him. Didn't Olave get hurt in that game? Yep. I don't know. He's put. He was putting up numbers at one point. Cause yeah. so. What do you have? Yeah, he had seven for one fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. Averaging almost sixteen point three a catch. And didn't play the fourth quarter because of a concussion. Can't catch him, knock him out. That's the lovely thing about this sport. He's fast. Well, get in front of him, and knock him out. Somebody had a dirty hit this week. Who was the hel- Who was the heat-seeking helmet-to-helmet hit that got ejected? Where did I see that? Wasn't that in the the Chargers game? Yeah, it's when um. The the safety for the for the Ravens hit had a late hit on Herbert. Oh yeah, that might have been one of the hits I was talking about. What the hell was he thinking, and how did he not get in trouble for that? Dude, Herbert was, was a full idiot. Herbert was a full two feet out of bounds when that guy contacted him at full oh. speed up high. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I sent you that clip. That's right. I I recorded it off my TV and sent you that clip. I was like, oh, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And then they showed the sideline view, and it was like completely obvious there was no yeah, guessing yeah. there was no optical illusion or any other justification or excuse and i was just like that guy literally just assaulted him <laughs> that's that's not even that would be on football yeah. man yeah the refereeing this weekend was questionable uh yeah. your cousin zoe was in the in the um fantasy league chat talking about the texans terrible refereeing in the texans game um the josh allen got violated with a horse collar yeah. tackle and then got a grounding penalty on him. Yeah. Uh, it, just a lot of things this weekend that stuck out where you're kind of like, what's going on here? What are we doing? It's the wrong time of year to have the referee go south. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Too much on the line for these people. They've Absolutely. worked their ass off all year. And, a good referee would tell you that they're only supposed to know your name when it comes up. It's like, this game is being refereed by so-and-so. And the calls are supposed to be very consistent with not only the game, but also the rules. And if you're being called out from the game, you're doing a terrible job. Yeah, you'd like to think that, wouldn't you? So. And I don't know, you got, like, was it Sean Hockley now? Because it and Ed retire? Guns. Oh, Guns McGee over there. 
<laughs> that man knew what he's doing. Every time he put his hands over his head, he's like, flex. Yep. <laughs> I can't blame him. If I, if I worked on him that much, I'd be flexing too. Yeah. Uh, are y'all ready to admit that Detroit doesn't have a defense? Got a pass rush. That's about it, though. That's about it. I, I know they've had some injuries, but probably would have been good to, to, to draft someone on defense. So, uh, we'll go with our power rankings, and then we'll, we'll move on. So, BJ, who do you have for one? Philadelphia. Dorian? Reluctantly. Same. Yeah, I got Philly. Only 10 and one team. Yeah. BJ, who's your two? I'm sticking with Kansas City. They looked nice this weekend. They were down and they came roaring back. I believe they were down 14, weren't they? 14-0. Yeah, and they came roaring back. So that's a... They outscored them 31-3. to Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. That's... That might have been a good wake-up call for that team. They got Pacheco involved. They got Rice um, involved. Got Rice involved, spread the ball around. So... I like the way that went down. I'm sticking with the Chiefs at two. Uh, me, uh, I want Ravens at two. Yeah, I, I, got, I got Baltimore too. I think, I think this might be Lamar's year. I know I brought that up earlier. I think, I think he's going to be the, the first time quarterback in the Super Bowl. So. I'd like to see that. BJ, who's your three? I'm going to go ahead and uh, put the Ravens in right to my three. That's a good spot for them. Me and my three, I put up way not. Yeah, they, they've turned it on since that losing strike. It's, it's amazing. They lost three games when their starting left tackle was out. He comes back and they keep winning. Yeah, it's like it's like pass protection and run blocking has something to do with winning in the NFL. I was listening to a podcast from some other sports personality. I won't say whom. Um, and he was bitching about, like, he doesn't understand. The, the quarterback's coming out of college. just a crapshoot. Oh, well. Maybe maybe the strategy is just to, to draft the best left tackle and go from there. I don't know. This is all confusing. Like, no. No, it's not. It really no. Isn't. Make sure the quarterback can stand up. Then you can properly evaluate him. Yes. Call me an idiot, but whatever. <laughs> like, realistically, if we just, like, had a like, name that people recognized on our podcast and not just three guys from Leesburg, we'd be millionaires because we know more than these people do. <laughs> So, BJ, who do you have it for? I'm going to go with the 49ers. Or did I? Yeah, the 49ers are four for me. Dorian? That's her. Are you number four? I'm going to go with the Lions. We just talked about that they don't have a defense. And they lost to the Packers. They made Jordan Love look good. Yeah. I I just think it was my – it was, you know, that, that was a division game. I think, I, I think that they just had, like – you know, I mean, it catches up to a team, but I think after moving forward, I think I think that they're going to get hot again. Detroit's one of those teams where, like, offensively, when they get going, they are hard to stop. Like, like I like the tandem of of uh, St. Brown and and Williams. I like Laporta. Um, Laporta got some grunt vibes to him. I like I like him a lot. Got some grunt vibes to him. I like. Him. Uh, Jared Goff uh, is playing mature football. Um, I like the Lions, man. The Lions are one of those teams where they're going to be a strapping team. And then David Montgomery, I keep telling people, like I was telling people at work, they were like, they were like, did you give uh, uh, Jamar Gibbs more reps? I said, 
No. They complement each other well, and David Montgomery, he's the workhorse. Like, use them. They they pay for, like, like what what they're doing not physically is working. Why would they change for that? Yeah, so. I, I, I made the comment over the weekend watching the Michigan and Ohio State team that Blake Coleman from Michigan reminds me of a David Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Just a little scrappy back, power. Scrappy power, he, he's, yeah. He's not going to run away from you, although he does have speed, but he's going to yeah. get you a consistent three, four yards of carry. Yeah. That's what you need. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, but yeah, watching the Lions lose on Thanksgiving is a tradition unlike any other. It's not what the Cowboys need. Apparently, they could just hand away Zeke to the Patriots. <laughs> that's we've been paying for that all year. Anybody that's two hundred and twenty something pounds and gets you four yards every time he touches the ball, I just didn't. <clears throat> and can pass block. Yeah. Yeah. Although I will say that Tony Pollard has improved. He's much yeah. better. He's done well this season, so just throwing that out there. Yeah. But even if, but even although they got rid of uh, Zeke, they had a chance to get Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt just sitting, he just sitting and playing backup to where he could be contributing on the Cowboys. That's why I didn't get that. Didn't go out. I don't know. I Jerry has allowed some things. Or done some things that just don't make sense. Like, uh, <clears throat> I don't understand a lot of things that happen around the trade deadline. But at the same time, like, I thought they were going to bring in a cornerback, but then you look at how the Cowboys have played, and cornerback's not their problem. Mm. You know, thankfully, Deron Bland's doing what Deron Bland's doing. He's one of the highest rated corners in the league right now as far as the coverage, not even talking about the pick sixes. So, I don't know. I stopped trying to figure him out. Um, I do hope they sign Shaq Leonard, though. That would be nice. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. Even if, they, <laughs> even if they pay him so the Eagles can't. Yeah. I'm cool with that. But I read something somewhere that he's basically been reduced to a run stopper because of the injuries he's had the past few years. That's but at the same time, what happens in the playoffs? People run the football. So yeah. Yeah. come in here and smash some heads. Yeah. So, to continue, I have Kansas City at four. Um, BJ, who do you have at five? I know who I want to say, but they haven't played anybody yet. So I'm going to go ahead with the Dolphins. And who have they played? I don't know, but they're dangerous. They're very dangerous. They did just lose Jalen Phillips for the year, I think. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And that's going to be big because he's a huge pass rusher on that defense. Yeah. So now there are two teams with seven or more wins that have not beaten a team that's over 500. I just don't want to put the Cowboys there. Leave me alone. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dorian, who do you have at five? Yeah, at five, I got the Cowboys. <laughs> Ooh, they did sign Jason Pierre-Paul, though. Ooh. They um, did? Yeah. Ooh. He's help. Yeah. He's, he still works. At least eight of his fingers do. Um, I've got Jacksonville at five. Okay. So, move on to the Trash Badgers. BJ, I, I'm, I'm sure it saddens you to say who you have at 32. Hell no. <laughs> the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Dumpster juice. 
Um, I have the Panthers. Okay, everyone's entitled to their wrong opinion. Um, I've got the Patriots <laughs> as well. Ooh. I mean, the, the Panthers are at least like trying to win. They they don't have any talent like at all. Uh, but yeah, that's an that's an assumption. <laughs> um, the Patriots, I mean, they don't look competent like at all, like up and down the field. How the hell? How the hell do you trade DJ Moore and lose a first round pick for the digital Munchkin Lamb? Yeah, how do you how do you pull that off? How do you lose a top ten receiver in the league? And a number one pick. Um, I saw something that Frank Wright was high on CJ Stroud, and the Bryce Young pick was, was the owner. Was yeah. the owner? Yeah. If that's the case, boy. <laughs> now, I saw a question come up. If you're a hot coordinator, offensive defensive coordinator. And the owner of the for the Panthers comes up and goes, "Do you want the head coaching job? Do you take it? Do I have carte blanche? Do I, can I do whatever I want? No, no, hell no, hell no. I don't know if I take the Cowboys' job. If I want to fail, I want to fail because of me. That's I don't want to fail because I'm tied to you. Yeah. <laughs> but like the, the Panthers, I don't know if they're going to have a winning season in the next five or six years." They they don't have talent like at all. I like the 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 reports coming out that they were looking for a receiver on the trade deadline. I was like, um, um, the guy in Chicago. Yeah, 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 guy, a guy over there. He's he's pretty good. <laughs> Jeez. BJ, who do you have at thirty-one? Panthers. <laughs> Dorian. And there was a 32 A and B. The Patriots would beat us. It's not. So I have them at 31. Well, Robert Kraft, I'll just do the Robert Kraft over David Tepper thing. That's what we're going to do is like, (laughs) that's, that's the, that's the deciding factor. So happy endings aside, I've got Carolina at 31. (laughs) And we're back to tugging it. (laughs) (laughs) Skeet, skeet, woo, woo. Did you, who do you have at 30? Negative nine. <laughs> Even though the Giants won this weekend, that organization sucks. <laughs> so I'm sticking with my Giants at, at number 30. So just so that you know, the Giants are two games out of the playoffs. Yeah, but what are they really going to do with it? Know other than probably play San Francisco and get demolished. That sounds accurate. <laughs> Dorian, who do you have at 30? Me, I have the Italian Stallion and the New York Giants. The Vino. See, I, again, <laughs> they're winning, so I got Arizona because they're not. <laughs> <laughs> Do our picks. They beat the Patriots and the fucking Commanders the last two games, though. That's like twenty-eight and twenty-nine. That's like that's thirty-two and twenty-eight. Okay, so they, they're they're outside of the trash badger because there's only three of them. So someone else is in their spot. What's the average of thirty-two and twenty-eight? 
Thirty. There you go. Thirty. You just answered your own question. They're at the top of the trash badgers. Um, the first game is a game that I did not expect to be good. Denver and yeah. Houston. Ooh. I'm going to go with Denver. Denver's uh, defense is nasty, but I'm going to go with the Texans. I'm I'm, I'm I'm high on C.J. Stroud, even though other Jaguar fans tell me I'm a traitor, but whatever. Talent is talent. Fuck what you say. I'm going Denver. Denver's hot right now. Would you rather have C.J. Stroud or Trevor No! Lawrence? Don't do that! Fuck uh, you, man! You gotta answer it. You gotta answer it. Answer it. Why would you do that? Because... That is so unfair. You over here with C.J. Stroud on your chin. I'm just trying to figure out how far it <laughs> went. Look, man, I'm... I'm loyal. So, I'm, uh... No, 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 fuck that loyalty shit. I want, a, <laughs> I want, I want a GM answer right now. Look, I mean, what CJ has done. Okay. <laughs> Football Jesus is out. Get. Yeah, it, it, no, it's, it's just better. What, what, what he has done in just a short amount of time in the league. And again, he, he, he hasn't been surrounded by offensive gurus, right? He's been surrounded by. Either, well, his head coach is a defensive minor coach, and his offensive coordinator that, that he has now, um, you know, has been, you know, semi-successful. So for what he's done with a little bit of things that he had compared to Trevor Lawrence, been in the league for three years. I mean, the, the first year was was a clusterfuck. Boy, you know, I, put, but, I put your whole brain in a knot with that question. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, this is bad. Um, You're about to say right, some okay. things that are going to have people mad at you? Yeah, okay, GM hat, GM hat. All right. That's it. GM hat. I would have to go with... <laughs> You're an asshole. Um, GM hat, I'm not a Jacksonville Jaguar fan at all. I like what I see in CJ Stroud. Ouch. Ouch. But, but T-Law is, is my guy. It's no, just, uh, uh, that's not a GM answer. No, I'm saying I'm I'm not a GM anymore. I'm I'm a regular guy. So T, you know T T Law's my guy, but CJ Stroud scares me. He 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 fucking scares me. And the the Texans are going to be that Achilles heel in in our side for the next six years or however long he stays. Yeah, you realize that it's going to be Trevor Lawrence and CJ Stroud for the next ten years in that division. Right. So, so... we're going to be going back and forth. So. Are you sure about the back and forth thing, or is it just going to be back and back? I mean, I'm 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 hoping that we. I mean, I'm I mean, I'm not sure we'll be competitive with them, but you know, it's it just how I didn't know CJ Stroud was so elusive out of the pocket. That's what fucking blows my mind. Like I've seen, I'm not saying he's Michael Vick, but the way he's able to get out of being sacked is s is Vick s. It's crazy. Ooh. Okay. Now you're saying stuff. I said Vic S. I didn't say he's Michael Vick, but I'm just saying it's, it's impressive how he's able to. Yeah, you could have said McNair esque, or you could have said Randall Cunningham esque, but you're trying to say four three forty esque. Well, no, I'm, right, all right. Let me rephrase that. Now, I mean, I'm just saying like it's it's like I'm in awe of like it's Vic, but it's not Vic. It's just I didn't know he had it in. 
I knew he could move. I didn't know that he was able to evade sacks like that. That I'm, I'm impressed with. Alright. Fucked your whole brain up with that question. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I I'm love sure it. somebody this like that son of a bitch traitor. <laughs> I can't believe it. The San Francisco versus uh, Philly. San Ouch. Francisco is a six and a half point favorite in Philadelphia. Philadelphia Ouch. is ten and one. This is a very this is a very tough situation to talk about. Mm. Oh, a very tough situation to talk about. This is this should be a good game. I can't believe they're almost t- they're a touchdown favorite. That's nuts. Man, I don't even know how to pick this game. I'm gonna say the 49ers though. Um the 49ers passing game has been exceptional lately, and the Eagles pass defense is not special. Yeah. I said that politely. Yeah. Well, they're special. Ed. <laughs> Dorian. The That's... Eagles are going against a healthy Brock Purdy, healthy Debo Samuel, and a healthy Christian McCaffrey. I'm going San Francisco. BJ said it right. That's a humongous spread. Oh, I said San Francisco, but oh, I didn't say Philly. Yeah. I'm going Philly. That's a humongous spread. Against a team that's 10-1. San Francisco might win. I think Philly gets the points. So next one is Kansas City and Green Bay. Mm. Green Bay's playing well. Not well enough. Kansas City with the spread. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. Um, Here's the thing that concerns me. So, Green, okay, Green Bay's receivers are going off. Kansas City's secondary, they played... They played okay. But I'm picking Kansas City. I'm taking the points. I'm going Green Bay. Ugh. You're just trying to break the tie now. No, because like our records are terrible. Doran's 31 18. I'm 22 27. Oh, that's right. The college is the tie. Yeah. Tell you, I'm not good at picking the spread. Picking winners, though. I can pick the winners a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Still wouldn't bet on myself, though. I know better. So, the next game is Cincinnati and Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Although, Browning is doing better than I expected. I will say that. I don't think it's good enough to beat the spread. Dorian? Yeah, I'm going Jacksonville. I'm going Jacksonville as well. The next game is our Thursday night special, Seattle and Dallas. Dallas is a seven and a half point favorite. This is where I say, bitch, please. And, uh, <laughs> the, the Cowboys. Seattle needs this game. That's the only thing that worries me is they, 
they are an athletically gifted team. They have players on both sides of the ball, and they need this football game. And we all know that desperation is a hell of a motivator. Yes. Yeah. So that makes me nervous. I will say that. But it is in Dallas, and the Cowboys' defense has been playing better since San Francisco, although they've been playing lesser opponents, to be truthful. Me, I'm picking the Cowboys. I just need Dak to get the ball to Brandon Cooks more, man. Feed him. Feed him. Put two three, games, three games in a row has been the Cowboys' leading receiver. Yeah, keep feeding. Definitely need him for uh, fantasy football, too. So, Dak, you listen to feed him. <laughs> you got him in another league? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you saw what happened, right? You wanted it. You got it. So I mentioned earlier that there were two teams that had seven wins or more that hadn't beat a team with a winning record, Miami and Dallas. I'm going to Seattle on this one. Oh, ooh, spicy. <laughs> so, with that, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Sandlot Sports. You just cut off a conversation. <laughs>